Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You know, many cyclists are not going to be happy and certainly cycling advocates are not pleased with this decision. Comes out yesterday afternoon, City Council in Vancouver voting 6-3 to three in favour of a city staff recommendation and that recommendation ultimately means that there won't be a protected bike lane or bike lanes for that Broadway corridor and the Broadway plan. Wow, that is a bold decision, but it also follows some advice and some research done by the staff. Not everybody on council, of course, three members of council, not happy with that. One of them is Christine Boyle, and uh, she's joining us now. Thank you so much, Christine Boyle, for being with us. Thanks for having me on, Bruce. You know, when I take a look at a modern city, I often think that uh, when I see pictures of planning for modern cities, I see cyclists enjoying a beautiful, you know, ride along a nice green space. Broadway right now, arguably, is not pretty at all. Sidewalks are going to be improved under this plan. But uh, what about the cyclists? Uh, Gee, did we miss out an opportunity here? I think it's a huge missed opportunity and you're absolutely right. You know, first of all, that Broadway is right now really a terrible street for everyone. Um, And that there are cities uh, around the world boldly adding active transportation infrastructure and seeing a huge increase in use of it and improvements to their congestion challenges. You know, the reality for, Vancouver and for Broadway is that whether or not there's safe, active transportation lanes there, people are going to use Broadway with bikes and scooters because that's where they're going to access shops and services. And because an increasing number of people are using bikes and scooters to do their job as gig workers, as delivery people uh, and more. So they're going to be on Broadway um, and having safe uh, active infrastructure there keeps scooters off of sidewalks. It keeps cyclists out of the road where they're mixed in with trucks and buses and cars. It really makes the whole space safer for everyone. And like you described, it makes a, a vibrant, welcoming street for everyone, which is the opposite of what Broadway is now and where I wish we were headed. You know, it comes down to one of these questions. Do you build for what you have right now or what you want? And uh, this, I know staff looked into it and uh, I commend staff. I think they have a tremendously difficult job that is not political at times or not political at all. Uh, they take a look at all the research, but the research may indicate that uh, this is a situation right now leadership is looking for the future, isn't it? Yeah, well, and that's the responsibility of uh, elected leaders. That's council's job is to lead. And in this case, we really failed on that front. You know, these types of capital projects are are big and expensive and disruptive. And we're in the middle of one now. This is the time to be 
planning for a, a future for Broadway for the next 10 and 50 years, not rebuilding it as is and pushing that decision down the road where it will obviously be more expensive and more disruptive to do later. We should be making decisions now uh, that plan for the future because it makes more sense fiscally uh, and because that's what leadership looks like. And and again, this council, unfortunately, really failed. Do you think it was kind of half-assed? I mean, you're really getting into a situation where you've gone ahead and are doing something positive in terms of transportation with uh, with a subway going in. That's getting cars off the road. You're certainly putting a lot of planning into sidewalks and getting pedestrians to a more friendly space, but you didn't follow through on the whole plan, right? Yeah, I think we're really we're really going to regret it, unfortunately, and and we will see that pretty quickly. I think when the subway opens and what we have is a Broadway that's much like the Broadway we had five years ago, which was unpleasant for, for everyone to be on. Um, and, you know, there just isn't going back. There are moments for us as a council um, where we make decisions that that make real impacts on the future and uh, and they're hard to go back on. And this is one of those moments we could have made a bold um, and uh, exciting decision that made the street safer and more vibrant that was better for the local businesses by bringing more people uh, uh, walking and rolling, stopping and shopping along Broadway. We missed that moment. Um, and I, I do really worry that we will regret it for many, many years to come. We're talking with Councillor Vancouver City Councillor Christine Boyle about the decision yesterday not to include the dedicated bike plan or bike lane into the Broadway plan and what that means for the future. Now, Christine, one of the things that is often mentioned and is still being mentioned is, okay, this is the plan for right now, but built into this plan, we still have the ability to put in those bike lanes in the future. So that makes a lot of sense. That's what some of the people are saying. What's wrong with that argument in your mind? Now is when we're already spending $50 million in partnership with the province doing that resurfacing. Why wouldn't we do it right now? Uh, You know, it's locking us into increased costs down the road. There's no way that it gets uh, less expensive to build down the road. We see that those costs going up everywhere. Um, and it's more disruptive for businesses down the road, whereas now we're doing that work anyway. We could have done it right all at once. Um, and yeah, and the ABC majority on council decided not to. I don't know if they're pushing it to some other council down the road, if the intention really is to never do it at all. Um, There wasn't clarity on that, but I think most people can understand that it doesn't make sense, as you said, to half-ass it now and see what happens later. It's not going to get easier later. There's this argument about businesses, and I guess it could come down to different opinions, but is a bike lane good for business or bad for business? Uh, A lot of people right now drive cars and need to get from one area to another. And some of that purpose is to attend businesses. Uh, I mean, is this solving a problem or, uh, or creating one? Where are we with that in terms of business? You know, 
study after study shows that active transportation lanes are good for business. They bring more people to those businesses because they can move more people at once and because those people are much more likely to stop and shop along the way to make an unplanned stop, to make multiple stops. In particular, active transportation is good for smaller and local businesses. People tend more often to drive to bigger box shops, um, but to to spend more money at small local shops when they're uh, on foot or walking or, 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 or biking or scooting. So in the, in the Broadway, I would like to see it is full of small local businesses um, and the streets are full of people who are moving and meeting up with one another safely. You know, that's what a public space, a modern public space that prioritizes people rather than just prioritizing cars looks like. And it's better for business. And we see that all over the place. We've seen that locally in downtown Vancouver, where the downtown BIA was initially a bit skeptical about uh, bike lanes and really came around and became huge advocates of added bike lanes in Vancouver because they saw that it was good for business and it was good for reducing congestion. Um, The same is true on Bloor Street in Toronto, where they added active transportation lanes and they saw a significant increase in uh, traffic and and support for the local businesses along Bloor Street. So um, no shortage of great examples of how these active transportation lanes could have been good for the businesses along Broadway that we all know have been struggling through the subway construction and who really deserve uh, all the support we can give them and deserve a council that's going to make decisions that are good for them. Christine Boyle, thanks for your thoughts. And before we go to a break and go to some calls at 604-280-9898, this decision is being made. What does it do for a precedent for future decisions when it comes to cyclists for the city of Vancouver? That's one of the things that really worries me. This was the first big decision on active transportation for the new ABC majority on council. Of course, their majority on park board voted to spend nearly half a million dollars ripping out the bike lane in Stanley Park. That's another conversation, but this was the first big active transportation vote for the mayor and councillors, and um, I think they really failed. They have talked a good talk on climate and active transportation but so far where it matters in these moments where we make decisions that show whether we really mean it or not uh, they they let Vancouverites down and it's a disappointment for cyclists of course but I really think that it's a loss for all road users for e-scooters and the possibility of a scooter share program in Vancouver that would be safe for everyone that would keep scooters off the sidewalks, you know, for drivers, for everyone, this is uh, a bad decision.